Hello, my friends. Welcome back to Meerkat Musings. Welcome back to the Meerkat Musings podcast. Welcome back to another edition of the Reviews series, where I am reviewing, this time, not a book, but a game, a video game. And what is, in my opinion, one of the most beautiful, gorgeous, and wonderful video games ever made. In fact, I would go as far as to describe this game as being my absolute favourite game ever. I've therefore hyped it up somewhat, so I have to do it justice now, don't I? And hopefully my review, and I have done this review on Meerkat Musings before, but hopefully this review here will will do it, do this game justice, although it's hard to do perfection justice. Wow, that's a bold statement, isn't it? I've really got to back this up now. So the game I'm referring to is a Super Nintendo game which first came out in 1991, I believe it was. So we are, of course, going back some time now uh, with this game. We are talking uh, 30 years uh, or so now for this game. I'm talking about The Legend of Zelda, A Link to the Past, which was the, the first and only Zelda game released for the Super Nintendo and a game which really kind of it it kind of ensnared me into the Zelda trap where I've been ever since it just was absolutely and utterly incredible at times on that first playthrough as a kid there were times when it was also very very frustrating but it's a game that I have replayed again and again and again and again and again, and each time I just love it. It's uh, one of the very few games I will go back to and replay and replay you know, years later. And even though I now am pretty much very familiar with with every dungeon and every little element, it always it always captivates. It's always to me, an enjoyable game to play. How many games become, you know, over 30 years old and you still want to go back and play them again and again and again? I can't think of many titles that do that to me, but A Link to the Past is one of them. Graphically, you know, you have to put it into context here of when it was released on the, on the SNES. It's good for a SNES game, Younger generations will look at it and perhaps sneer, as they would at a lot of titles from that age. But I think the game still looks beautiful now. I think the the sound effects are still really, really good, in fact, as well. I think, you know, the, the, the boss battle music can really get the heart pumping. The, the dungeons between their design and, and the music have a wonderful kind of atmosphere of danger and fear. The game design itself is, well, it's a huge game. There are, I think, going from memory, if you work it out, I think there are like 13 dungeons or so for you to explore. Numerous little other bits and pieces to, to have a look at and find. And Breath of the Wild, Breath of the Wild, I'm going to come to that later. A Link to the Past is one of the last games, one of the last Zelda games, to be more or less non-linear. 
until Death of the Wild. Following A Link to the Past, you had Link's Awakening, and that kind of forces you along a particular path. And the same thing could be said of, from that point forward, really, every Zelda game. Ocarina of Time, as wonderful as the game was, you have to do things in a certain way. You have to do things in a certain way with Twilight Princess, with the Wind Waker, uh, with the Manish Cap, with, with Spirit Tracks, so pretty much every Zelda game after A Link to the Past, up until Breath of the Wild. They follow a linear pattern. Whereas in A Link to the Past, whilst in principle there's an expected order to how you do certain things and there are some things you have to do in a certain way you can also go off and do your own thing in my most recent playthrough i did some of the dungeons out of order because i could i didn't do it because of any particular uh sort of need to i did it because i wanted to and a link to the past lets you do that whereas as i say Following Zelda games, they they restricted what you could do in that sense. And I had a great time going through it. Some of the dungeons are are, are huge and they're they're cleverly designed. They're designed to to make you think. They have in, in various points, a lot of dungeons have very fiendish traps, and some of the bosses are both Absolutely brilliant and absolutely horrible at the same time. Uh, there, there's one, the, the, the guardian of the pendant on the mountain, and I can't remember what the name of the boss is. Basically, he's a giant worm thing. He's not frustrating because he kills you. He's frustrating because he'll push you off the platform and you then have to go all the way back up to fight him again. And when you go back up to fight him again, his health has regenerated and you've got to start the boss fight from scratch. And also, trying to hit him is difficult because he moves around like mad. His only weak spot is on the back of his tail, and he doesn't stay still. He also gets faster and faster the more you hit him, so you have that to deal with as well. In fact, I would go as far as saying that that's the most frustrating boss in the game. One of the most difficult bosses in the game would be the giant bat boss that's waiting for you in the dark forest. You've got, I don't even know how to, what to call this thing, a scorpion-type boss thing that turns up when you go into the dark world for the first time. You've got uh, the Thief Blaze, I believe it is. That's a, an interesting boss fight, to put it mildly. There's, there's loads of great boss fights, and there's loads of great dungeons, and there's a pretty big variety of monsters and creatures roaming around this world, probably more so, in fact, I would say, than some of the later Zelda games. As gorgeous and wonderful as it is, Breath of the Wild's range of enemies is maybe not as robust as, shall we say, uh, A Link to the Past. There are certain enemies from A Link to the Past that would be great to see again. I mean, some I wouldn't want to see again. But it'd be fascinating to see some of those boss fights, for example, realised in 3D. <laughs> I, mean, I imagine they'd be horrible, they'd be horrendous, but you never know. There were very few video games I've played which I could reflect back on and say, that deserves 10 out of 10. 
but A Link to the Past is one of those games. It's a title that's epically beautiful, absolutely amazing to replay 30 years later. It still has challenges even now, even years later. And I, I, I cannot fault it. I cannot fault it. I couldn't find a single reason to criticise this game. It's just... It's perfect. It's a 10 out of 10. It's brilliant. 